0: Hello listeners, Um, I hope you're not snowed in today and able to get out and enjoy any of the plans that you might have made for your weekend. My plan uh, was to travel down to Devon yesterday, but due to snow I decided to just hold back and wait until things uh, are going to make a smoother ride for me. Uh, but it's excellent because it means I get to finish off the podcast episode I made earlier this week with Lisa Watson. So Lisa Watson is the women's captain of Dark Peak Fell Runners and she was kind enough to invite me into her home, home into her home on Tuesday uh, over in Sheffield to record an episode of On the Bakefoot. When I first moved back up to Sheffield in 2015 to work for Sheffield Wednesday's Football Academy, um, I lived in a house share. And Lisa was the best friend of one of my housemates there, um, Libby Kerr, now Jones. We'll hear a bit more about these two on the podcast. Um, at the time, I, I was a road runner. Uh, mainly focusing on half marathons and marathons running for Hallamshire Harriers for those of you outside of Sheffield who don't know about the Hallamshire Harriers club, they're a road and track running club who have had some very good runners over the years, Sebastian Coe was a member and more recently Hattie Archer and Andy Hayes have represented Great Britain Um, Hattie at the steeplechase Um, Hattie even has a European silver medal in the steeplechase and a gorgeous husband Um, and Andy was recently representing Great Britain at the marathon Let's get back to Libby my housemate and Lisa Watson the guest on today's podcast Libby and Lisa were always getting up to stuff while I was more focusing on marathon training and road running I didn't have a huge concept of what these two were up to Um, but yeah a few things sounded interesting Uh, I've followed Lisa's journey since Libby, uh, her journey has involved getting married to Steve who, Steve Jones who was living in that house back then Um, and having a child but that hasn't stopped her completing a Bob Graham in 22 hours and 55 minutes. Not surprisingly, she was supported by Lisa and her husband, Steve. Lisa has gone on to win the Dragon's Back, not once, but twice. The Dragon's Back is a multi-day event from Conway, I probably butchered her pronouncing there, Conway Castle in North Wales. Running south along the spine of the Welsh mountains, right the way down to Cardiff Castle. Back in 2017, I think Lisa must have heard about the magical healing power of my hands. Um, Or she had been preparing so hard for the race that she got some deep calf fatigue. Or was just suffering from what roadrunners call maranoia where you start feeling all sorts of things feeling wrong in your body as you taper for your big race. I got the call to take my massage table round and hearing her talk about her hopes to complete this insane sounding multi-day event I thought here we go again another Lisa and Libby thing you know just doing something mental again taking days and days hiking and running over these hills um, but yeah I think her aim was most likely to just complete the race um, but it's safe to say what these hands touch turns to gold and her calf propelled her to a race victory that had been rather unexpected because I'm not sure Lisa had won a major race before and Sabrina Vergie was competing that year I was concerned that I might have been applying a little bit of artistic license um, to this story. So I did contact Lisa about the intro. And um, it's nice because she confirms everything that I've said here is gospel. Uh, Had she not had that massage, she might not have won the dragon's back. She might not have even walked or ran again. Anyways, probably best that I stop talking nonsense and um we get going waiting for the same theme tune <laughs> actually we're going we're thinking about revamping i am recording now revamping the theme i tune. like
1: the theme tune i you think like it's the great I, lo- I especially love your off-key bake i think it's hilarious <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> well this is
0: on the bake, but
1: right now <laughs>
2: This is a podcast, we talk about running, we
0: talk about other things too. So please come and
1: join us, we hope you
0: enjoy this. This is On The Fake food. I'm here at the house of Lisa Watson. I think you were Lisa Trollope when I... Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, We've known each other in certain circles for a few years. We are sat next to a great big map of Libby and Lisa's Monroe Round 2017, 77 days. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about them. And yeah, welcome to On The Bakefoot, Lisa.
1: Thank you. <laughs> it's exciting to be chatting to you.
0: And we also have someone else in the room. Uh, your dog scout, who might make some noises throughout the podcast,
1: but yeah, she likes having new friends to play with. <laughs> You're gonna get this uh, giraffe shoved in your lap uh, continuously, so. yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's no problem.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, well, you've just been to Grand Canaries, I right? have, yeah,
1: yeah, it was a very nice holiday, <laughs> nice holiday. <laughs> it was a lovely holiday, a little bit of running involved, just a little bit of running, but they're the best holidays, aren't they? So, yeah, um, yeah no, I did the um. Trans-Grand Canaria Advanced Race, which is the 84-ish K. Okay. Um, but I went with some friends and we all did different races throughout okay. the week. So it was really fun just to like be there and be part of the atmosphere at different start lines and finish lines. And then run my own race and then spend some time on the beach. Nice. <laughs> it was great.
0: So did you go a few... Because this is, this is a bit of a question, I think. If you've got a race abroad, yeah. are you better to go the week before and chill? But maybe you can't do too much running because you're tapering. Or the week, you know, arrived just before the race and you've got a week after to kind of like, what what way did you approach it?
1: Well, it was fairly ad hoc and not thought about in a huge amount of... Uh, detail because I'd run out of annual leave I had to buy some more days to go I was pretty limited by which days I could take off around various things and when the flights were so I don't know what the best thing to do was but I had a couple of days before and a couple of days after nice. so it was it was nice like it, yeah. I, I didn't do much else when I was there we went for a couple of really short like trots around yeah and um, before and then um afterwards I just chilled out and
0: there were a load of like British fell runners over there. Actually,
1: yeah, right? it was it was fun actually. I didn't Gosh. really know anything about it because, like I say, I, I was just chatting to a friend and she said she was going and I was like, oh, can I come? <laughs> a, there was a few spaces left on on exactly. the 4 uh, k. Janie Oates um, and her colleague Charlie uh, Williamson and uh, my friend Laura Tagg as well. Oh, brilliant. So it was oh, yeah, it was good fun. Yeah,
0: because I must I I think knowing that you're out there, I was scratching around on the internet to try and see something. I saw <laughs> saw you finished pretty well. I think. No, I'm gonna hopefully get this right. It was only from memory. Were you second
1: Brit? I was second female Brit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In 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 the in yeah my race, I was eighth lady overall and like forty fifth in total, I think. Brilliant. How long were you
0: out for on that
1: run? Just under eleven hours. I'm not sure. It was like ten fifty six or something like that.
0: What's that for you then, Lisa? So is that a short challenge, a medium challenge? That's a fairly long way, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say,
1: like by anybody's standards, like even well, by mine. <laughs> we we'll look looking at your trophies when I got here,
0: it would be to see you have two trophies of the Dragon's Back. Yeah,
1: but actually on Dragon's Back I wasn't out for that long on any of the days.
0: Okay. So. shorter days, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I was nearly out for that long. I don't think I was out for more than 10 hours. Actually, maybe day five this year, last year, I was out for more than 10 hours, but not by much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's getting quite long after 10 hours. Yeah. But I'm pretty comfortable at that, like... that that amount of time I mean that's just all day right that's what you want that's what I'm after (laughs) so it didn't get dark that was quite nice (laughs) have
0: you not done many that involve you running in the
1: dark not loads I have I mean I've done I've done a few but and and I quite I do quite like it I don't I don't really love running in the dark by myself in a race situation Mm -hmm. I don't mind it Um, but I have I've only like tested that a few times yeah Um, like I wouldn't go out Around here. I don't know why. Like, I'd run on the road in the dark by myself. Yeah. But I generally try and engineer my training. So I even... I like running in the dark, but no, it's not by myself. I just tend to yeah. and go, but he's a bit of a wuss. <laughs> well, I don't know
0: if it's wussy. Like, I think one of the attractions of running on the fell is you get nice views. Yeah. So if you're running on the fells in the dark, Yeah. don't. You might
1: get the view of the I do I do more. it's not that I do I do like it. I just I don't know, everything's just a bit bit more serious at night. I don't know, it's a yeah. bit harder to work out where you're going and I never yeah. quite fancy being out by myself um on the fells. I mean I, I think it's um probably a little bit misplaced, but um I'm I do really enjoy that sort of especially in a clear, crisp night. Yeah. Um Which and, actually is tonight, isn't it? Yeah, is it's lovely. Although I was really enjoying the post-work daylight run today yeah. It's the first first one for you it's know so it's been really it? nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, slightly cheating because i worked up from home today so i can leave a little bit earlier than normal but it was, <laughs> <laughs> um but you know when i got when i got into running was training for the hpm which is obviously all overnight yeah. and so a lot of my getting into fell running was doing lots of dark runs but that's with great. a group of buddies who i yeah. you know like really enjoyed doing that so. maybe that's why you don't enjoy it by yourself maybe it's, yeah it's, yeah it that's runs. it yeah that's it i'll go with that Beauties one in the bog. Beauties in the Vogue, yeah, a lovely Disney reference. <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah, didn't even get that. <laughs> Just
0: like fair enough. <laughs> oh yeah, brilliant. No, I remember all that. So that's kinda of how we uh, how we like got to know each other, isn't it? Yeah. I was living with your good friend Libby. Yeah. Um, and Steve in
1: oh, Penren Penrin Road. Road. Yeah. Penrin
0: Road. And uh, in a house full of well, Sports kit and Yeah, a fairly random games.
1: mix of yeah, a random mix of people, but all into games and uh, running. It was sports. the funniest.
0: Like um, the my spare room advert was just like it had been written about five years ago. Like, Do you like board games? Do you like wine and cheese? <laughs> it was like, and then yeah, turned up there and uh, Libby and Steve were just proper friendly. Mm. And then Libby was always talking about these things that she was getting up to. I was very much a road runner. And I was just like, "What's Libby on about now?" And then she <laughs> so was talking about taking some time off work to do the the Munros with you. And I was like, "Yep, yeah, never heard of a Munro. What's one of those?" And I sort of gave it five minutes, a little Google. And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds completely bonkers, <laughs> but, but wicked." It sounds like you're taking some time off work, which you know I did respect. And um, yeah, I think. We might have even been for a run together, the three of us, when you were training.
1: For yeah, that. I think I think you actually um, did a little s- bit of filming for us, and we made a little film about HPM, didn't we? And I think there's yeah. some like footage that you got on a HPM training but it was way too slow for you because you you wanted to. I think I made to- a Strava
0: faux pas, didn't I? I <laughs> you were like, I
1: went should- for a little walk and then ran home. <laughs> I think I
0: should apologise for <laughs> calling my a walk. Jog, run, or yeah. something like that. I wasn't aware
1: of, you know, like, I'm very pure... <laughs> yeah, we, like, boshed up Hope Brink, didn't we? Yeah. And you're like, whoa, that was a walk not i run. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, back in the days so where I
0: thought, you must never walk on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> it must all be round. <laughs> and, then yeah, you guys went and did something that I would say is a bit of an epic feat of enjoying. <laughs> so... Well, but it no. was a
1: walk we didn't do any running <laughs> on the long yeah. road? Mm, yeah we didn't run you don't yeah. run at all well like the odd odd little oh, trot here okay. and there but it, we we thought about it but then at the end we decided that we probably would need longer to recover and it wouldn't make that much difference to what yeah. we do each day okay. so we just walked it all
0: because you were carrying a lot of kit, or...? Well,
1: not that much kit. No, we didn't really ever carry that much, to be honest. But the day... I mean, the days were still quite long. Like, we were doing sort of 50, yeah. 40, 50k. Yeah. Um, And sort of... If it was less than 3,000 metres of ascent, that was a lower ascent day. Yeah. Yeah, so it was... Wow. Um, yeah, it was. They were big days, but we just thought that the running wouldn't save us, and a lot of it. So, so much of it's so unrunnable. Yeah. We just thought we were more likely to get injured, yeah. more likely to need more time to recover. So we just hiked. Why? Um, so. Yeah, in running kit and in running shoes, so we could, yeah. you know, we could trot little bits of track and stuff if we needed to. But I think
0: looking at your blog, I remember there was one day where it was just about like um, midges, just.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> it was quite a lot of midges. Everywhere and <laughs> rain. It was a really wet summer as well. We spent a lot of time being very damp and yeah. very midged. Yeah,
0: there's a few pictures at the yeah. tops and it's
1: just like grey, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, Yay! <laughs> I'd, um, I'd like to see, um, I think my aim for the sort of rest of life is to do all the Munros on a good day. So I might take the, oh, the yeah. rest of, you know, because it doesn't <laughs> happen very often. Because <laughs> I didn't see very much from very many of them. Yeah. But I, I can really remember all of the really nice days because like, it's, yeah, they're um, really stuck in my head. Cause, uh, Did you have your
0: bikes as well?
1: Yeah, we have mountain bikes and road bikes.
0: Maybe just those Um, people listening, just talk through what your challenge was and what you did.
1: Yeah, so we did um, all of the two hundred and eighty-two Munros in Scotland, which are all of the mountains that are over three thousand foot, um, and on this list. there's not any, there's, beyond be them being 3,000 foot, there's not really any other definition of them. There doesn't, yeah. so there's some, they're just there's just a list and yeah. they are or they aren't. And sometimes they're very close to each other and sometimes they're not very close to each other. And you wonder why the little lump in between isn't one, but they're, okay. they're on this list. Um, occasionally they get remeasured and added and taken away. So the number has changed a bit over the years. But we did it as a continuous self-propelled round, which meant that we cycled all of the, roadie bits or trackie bits um and we kayaked where there was water in the way wow. um, um and we had a sport van that drove around and we we stayed in in that each night oh. um so but we, we kind of did it a bit like a breadcrumb trail so we were we did go off sometimes in the van to go to the shop or whatever yeah. but then we always came back to the same point to start again the next day um, now i
0: lived with Libby, and i found her very good company but yeah for 77 days just the two of you did you ever like get on each other's wick did you ever I'm sure that we got on each other's nerves but I
1: think you know when you're doing something like that then you uh we didn't really we didn't ever fall out or anything there was some like minor disagreements about root choices or oh, you know yeah. things like that or um you know when one of us is tired but I think you know you have to give each other the benefit of the doubt and we know each other so well
2: yeah.
1: um and you know there's no one I'd rather have done that with so <laughs> it was actually really weird when we went home and then I can't remember I was going off like back to my parents or something yeah. and, and, and she was staying in Sheffield and I was like, I haven't been more than like fifty metres away from you for three months. That's it was amazing. so weird. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I don't know what to do without like my right hand <laughs> So
2: it was really funny.
1: <laughs> but no, it was such a good trip and you know, Libby did we kind of split the the work beforehand, like Libby sorted all the route out. She did an absolutely incredible job. I don't know how yeah. she did that. Um, you know, and I contributed little bits on the on the on the way, um and I sorted out the van and, and okay. things like that and then Libby's parents were amazing at, um helping with the support and stuff is
0: there a record for this is this something
1: that 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 is it now but there are there I think there's an attempt going this spring yes um which will be really exciting to watch I mean
0: we're pointing at you've got a big poster which is a rail map of the Scottish Munros, and yeah just looking at it and hearing what you did and reading some of the blog that I read I just think yeah when, when Libby was talking about us I was just like what she about this this is madness but must be a pretty cool way to have spend
1: it was life. great it was the best summer I had so much fun and you know we it's a very breakable record we had a yeah. lot of fun yeah we didn't do anything awful um you know which involved mm. doing anything like really silly. Times of day, we yeah. you know we had rest days. Yeah. We did a little bit of like sightseeing on our rest days. You know, we really weren't pushing it to yeah. the wire. Yeah. We were doing it within the time we had available, yeah. and you know, it was the, it was great to bring the record down. Yeah, but it's you know, it's by no means it's like it's very breakable. It wasn't the whole goal. No, it wasn't the whole goal. Trip. We wanted to have a yeah. big expedition, a yeah. good summer, and that was the time we had available, and that's yeah. the time we fit it into. So yeah. it's it's a bonus that it's the record. But I, I mean, I'd, I'd really. If anyone has the time, um, I'd really recommend it. It's a fun yeah. thing to go and do. Um, okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, hmm. oh. And it taught us so much as well. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: So how experienced a mountain runner were you? Well, you weren't running on that, but walker at that point?
1: I mean, I grew up hill walking to some degree and I did the Duke of Edinburgh's award and, yeah. and things like that. And that probably was, you know, the kind of outdoorsy stuff I did. Um, I did a bit of climbing when I came to uni um and i've always enjoyed being in the mountains yeah um you know re- reasonably experienced yeah. but there was a lot to learn yeah you know but i think this yeah this this gained us so much like the navigation skill we didn't use gps or anything we just did it all with map and compass wow um we didn't have any support runners with us yeah. or anything like, you know, occasionally a friend would join us for a day or whatever, but it was, you know, it was really just the two of us like having an adventure. That's so, Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, I had done, what, 2017, what had i done before, I'd done a couple of ultras.
2: Yeah.
1: We didn't, we did do the HPM that spring, but we were just getting into it really. Yeah. And yeah. so I think this is like my base training.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that I'm still riding on now. <laughs> just, yeah. is a three month base build. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: I mean, navigationally, if you were just doing it all off-map, did you ever go far wrong on
1: any of the days? No, not really. There was a couple of times that we went a little bit, you know, but never more than like a kilometre that we wandered off. Okay. There was one, the, the scariest one was when we lost each other in the mist, oh. <laughs> which was really scary. <laughs> I just didn't really know. Where was yeah. that? Uh, it was quite near the end, actually. Um <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember, like, one of us had stopped to go to the loo and the other one had just wandered to, like, you know, the nearest, you know, carried on and then I can't remember, just, like, wandered off in the wrong direction, like, you know, it it was really cold, I think it was, like, a case of cold hands, checked the bearing wrong, wandered off in the wrong direction, Um, um, but, you know, it didn't take long, it was, like, ten minutes and I think we, like, held hands the rest of the day or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Okay,
0: wicked. And then, I mean... Yeah, when, so if, in the timeline then, so yeah, when I was living with Libby, I moved there in 2015 and okay. you guys were doing, you guys were doing the high peak marathon yeah. stuff, weren't
1: you? But what, 2015, 2016? So we did, hang on, let me just get my numbers right. So I think we tried, we applied to do, so I I, I can't remember exactly when I met Libby, but yeah. I think basically as soon as we met, we decided that we wanted to do the HBM. I didn't even really run yeah. Um, at that point. I was just getting into it. Had you um, come from other sports before, growing up? Um, I played sort of tennis growing up. Like, I did a bit of, um, what else did we do? Did some trampolining, did a yeah. little bit of climbing, like kind of all around, like lots of walking, a bit of cycling with my family, like a fairly generally outdoorsy family, but nothing bonkers. Yeah. You know, we just did like normal family walks. How, how are they reacting to your current exploits? Oh well, my oh, mum has okay. got interval running actually. Oh uh, okay. yeah, yeah. So she was actually along with valleys oh, uh, nice. which was great. Yeah, she oh, had a really good time. Is she? Um, she, they have just moved um, to Shropshire. Um, so not they had not moved at the time along the valleys but they have now um, yeah. and so I grew up in South Staffordshire just outside the West Midlands oh, okay. um, so yeah like reasonably like nice sort of fairly yeah. boring countryside but you know we had access to sort of Shropshire and we went, went for a lot of walks around there and I grew up um but I didn't run as a kid I didn't even it, it didn't even cross my mind to be honest yeah. it wasn't a thing that people did other than yeah. like, at school in athletics yeah. Um was there good. wasn't any well, I don't think there was my brother did yeah. it but I I was never introduced to cross country it wasn't a thing that yeah I don't know if it was a girls didn't do it or yeah. I was too like it only started below me I don't remember yeah. but I don't remember ever thinking about running um at all until like after I came to uni Okay,
0: so how long um, would you been then? You, I mean, you so, might do the maths and it's a bit of a rude question. <laughs> well, I'm,
1: <laughs> um, I'm 32 and I came to uni in 28, 20, 2008 um, and the Mountaineering Club, I... Um, was part of um ran organised helped organise hybrid marathon. Yeah. And so that's why I knew about it. Okay. And that's why that connection is always in my mind. But I didn't run and I didn't see the point in running and yeah. uh, you know, all the exercise I did and that type was walking into climbing crags a great things. In and things. 'cause I'm enjoying my this
0: is a good covering hold, it holds, <laughs> But I can't leave that. You didn't see the point in running then. Is there a point in running? That oh, off? of course, there's a point. Running, that's great.
1: Yeah, it's. Um, I actually, I had a little false start with running, maybe like 2010, where I did some very, very short runs, and the only point of it was to get fitter for climbing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Because uh, probably was not. A climb, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I met him through the mountaineering club when I was at uni, ah, okay. um, and did climb for a bit. But I was, ne- I mean, I was never very good, and I didn't, I didn't really like heights, so it's not actually the sport for me, really. <laughs> so, but it was, it was a great social. Like I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so when I decided that running actually was quite fun, and met yeah. a few people through the club who did yeah. running, and was introduced that way then I decided that the High Peak Marathon was something I wanted to do. Because okay. my, my first introduction to it was sitting up on a checkpoint on Cutgate and seeing these, like, idiots, like, running through the night with these head torches. I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, completely incomprehensible to me like what yeah. this was all about yeah. um, and now it's really cool to be on the other side of it. and then seeing all those students who have exactly the same thoughts like what are all these people doing <laughs> oh okay <laughs> it so sad. what is the, is the
0: university the
1: university run the checkpoints ah. and so they're all just students like 18 oh, year olds like brilliant. sat on the uh, sat on these checkpoints overnight like seeing these teams running through yeah. and it's, it was always really fun like we'd do fancy yeah. dress and like you'd get to camp out all night with your mates and it was great fun yeah. uh, but I didn't really understand what, what, what the runners were doing. were doing yeah yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah so i think i got into running properly uh when i was about 24 i had a bit of a full start when i was 22 and got injured straight away and then had a couple of years off and then got back to it oh, okay um, so. well, then,
0: when you what were you doing when you're like 22 then? Were you just
1: trying to... what was i doing uh, what do you mean Like life wise Or like no, no.
0: Yeah sorry like we trying to like Do a half marathon or... Yeah
1: I did a couple Of half marathons yeah. Like a friend of mine Got it's like me the in the first thing That yeah. a lot of
0: people Go to isn't yeah. it yeah. Go for the half marathon
1: Yeah a friend of mine Asked me to do Sheffield half with her And I was like oh, Okay cool And then actually I quite enjoyed Doing the training with her Like yeah. the social side of it Was what I really enjoyed And because I was sort of Losing interest in climbing And not really having Enough time for it It was quite nice To sort of fit sport Into a What's... more um...
0: It would have been The hilly one then Wouldn't it Yeah it was
1: yeah. The... Oh was it no, it wasn't. Not the it wasn't. No, no. No, it was the Attercliff Delight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was the Attercliff Delight. So that was, that was 2012. I did two yeah. half marathons, but like injured myself on the second one and then like stopped running for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. And, uh, and then got back to it. Like well, in it its
0: own way, road running is really tough, isn't it? Like,
1: yeah. Sort of yeah. But I, I'd kind of just discovered that you could do it off road. Yeah. And I think I'd got really excited about it and then just did way too much. <laughs> uh, so, fair <laughs> yeah. play, fair play yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, sorry, I sort of... We've deviated, don't spread. we? No, it's fine. I wanted, to get, I wanted to get a real answer on, on you know, why is running great now? But why is running great? <laughs> What's the point? What's the point? <laughs> yeah, I don't Because no, you have got a lot of trophies, and I'm very impressed. And I think from that side of things, there's a sense of achievement. There's a sense yeah. of...
1: It's not yeah. about the trophies for me. <laughs> yeah. They're nice. I, don't but... think
0: it, I didn't think it was, because one thing that stands out when I look at, like... If I go on YouTube and get a bit of footage of the dragon's back, mm. is that you're smiling. now. Mm. i not having a really, great time. Unless you really love winning that much, <laughs> that you're like, hey, <laughs> look at me, I'm in the lead, which I, I'm being silly now. Like, yeah, you must be enjoying yourself out there. And, and actually... I would imagine that's cyclical. So actually the fact that you're out there enjoying yourself pays into you performing better. Yeah, exactly that. Enjoying yeah. Yourself.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly that. I don't think I could say it better than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so obviously there's a the sense of achievement that you get from it. Um, you're also saying social side, which is
1: yeah I mean fell running is just so friendly and it's so nice and especially with the longer things you're kind of running at all day picnic pace so it's quite (laughs) it's quite nice and I really enjoy that So, Chatting, munching, yeah, singing—you know, it's great. Have a, have a good are you someone who
0: offers other people food?
1: Yeah, or... and I think it's really annoying. Yeah, what, what I remember. I remember running past. You're offering. Or... No, you no. Offering no I, I remember just swimming. My brother, my brother-in-law runs a lot as well. I remember running past him on Edel Skyline, yeah. and he was really, well, he wasn't really annoyed. <laughs> and then I offered him some sweets, and he's like, "Oh, God's sake!"
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you no, he's just like, "Why are you running past him and offering me food?" It's, it's like patronising. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i actually got a funny story on this. I, I did this marathon in kenya i got chatting to this guy it's my first ever marathon i had a couple of gels it turned out he didn't have a gel and i was like oh you know maybe like with him being from kenya me being the rich westerner maybe he couldn't afford some gels for his race so i like, he was a lovely guy so i gave him the gel and then about a mile later, I bonked. <laughs> and he just went fully, like, bounding past me, like, off the back of my gel. I was like, ah, oh, you son of no. a <laughs> gun. So, yeah, I guess that is one side of you. You are dishing out your food on the trails. Uh, yeah. Make sure you've still got enough left for yourself.
1: No, so, yeah, it's all about um, sharing and caring, <laughs> particularly on, like, the really long things, because you end up sort of falling in stride with people and running alongside people for quite a long time. And, yeah. you know, you're just... You know, inevitably someone gets sick of their food, and then they offer you something else, and then you know they, you know, it's just it's just nice, like it's really friendly.
0: And that's probably the next thing to sort of talk about. Mm. Say, so obviously, the Dragon's Back is is where you know you've you've had some great races. Scotland, the Munros, Dragon's Back, Wales. Picked up any Welsh whilst you've been there, or? Uh-huh.
1: What do they shout? At you? They shout, "I'm Danny. I'm Danny." And that means... <laughs> I think it's like, like, go on, go on. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, no, well, no, not really. But I am, I am learning a bit of Welsh on Duolingo because it's quite nice to be able to pronounce some of the crazy long words. Uh-huh. So, and I spend a lot of time in North Wales now, so it's um, nice to feel like I get a bit of the lingo. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: going to say. So, you must have a bit of affection for the Welsh. Words. Oh, I love it.
1: Yeah, it's really nice. Like, yeah. I, I think it's just a bit quieter and. There's so much variety, um, but I love Snowdonia, yeah, it's it's beautiful.
0: And it's also like, that's another good thing if you're in Sheffield, is it's a couple of hours to the lakes, it's a couple of hours to Wales, so you've got
1: that. Yeah, and then obviously the Peak District is great, but it's nice to get to the bigger hills. Yeah, 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 okay. (laughs) Scout is... uh, She's insistent, isn't she? She wants to play with you. (laughs) She's like, what, you brought a friend round not to play with me?
0: Papa giving me that eyes. Yeah, but.
1: it's intense.
0: <laughs> so yeah, with with that then, with the dragons back, the second time going going into it, are you feeling a little bit of pressure? I thought
1: before. I or? thought I would, and I'm always a little bit nervous when I race because I I do prefer just like the pure enjoyment of just running, and I yeah. always enjoy it when I'm doing it. But yeah. it's actually something that. Um, um, Nick was talking about on her podcast about yeah. you know being uh, like feeling nervous on the start line sort of you know if you're that nervous like why are you there but yeah. it's uh, I do always get nervous at the start line but I do love the you know as soon as you're over that like kind yeah. of hurdle then it's um it's great but no I, it it didn't feel I I, I kind of went into it thinking oh, I couldn't possibly have a better experience than I did in 2019 so I just need to go and, in, and enjoy it but actually I think I did have um well, because well, 2019 was so unexpected, I just didn't yeah. know I was any good at it. It was a complete, yeah. like, I'm not going to say fluke, I don't really know what the right word is, but completely unexpected for me Shot to big. go in and think, oh, I'm actually really good at this, yeah. um, and to have, you know, to come out, I was, it just blew my mind, really. I was like, who, who was that? Who did that? And then uh, i was going in 2021, I'm like, I can't have... As good an experience as that, because that was just so pure, and I loved loved all the training, and I loved everything about the build up and doing it with some friends. And then this time, going in, am I going to feel the pressure? But I, you know, I didn't really, and I just, I just loved it. I just it yeah. it's just so cool. Like I just loved the route, um, I loved the setup, I loved the people. Yeah. Um, it was just so nice, and I fell into step with a couple of guys who I ran basically all week with, and we just had a great time. Yeah. Um, the new day five was awesome. Um. Like really hard, really but
0: hard holiday, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you know, it, it was nice, you know, doing well as well, and then doing well in the the overall field too was, yeah. was really cool. I really like the fourth, oh, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only cuz poor Sam got a time penalty there cuz he um, didn't dip but one of the the checkpoints which is a bit of a shame. We have, we <laughs> but you know never mind. On this <laughs> <laughs> so, um but but you know um and I and I I was a bit sad on day six when they made me run by myself, but it it did give me... I do... I am competitive, and it does drive me as well, and I did just go out and try as hard as I could that day and ran really well, and I was really pleased to to do a good day six because it was very runnable. The competitive Um, thing's
0: cool as well. I mean, I remember I did this we did like a team building thing for the Sheffield Runs Under-23s and this guy they, they call them like Cassius camps and it's like it'd be a great thing to do with your work because like, yeah you know, it's like running around with tires oh, right. and yeah. like doing piggybacks up a steep hill and stuff like that and this guy was like you know he sort of picked on me because I could run for the endurance stuff footballers as a would mm. destroy me over a couple of hundred meters yeah. but for anything endurance it, it quickly switched and he was like right it's not good enough for you to win he was like I want you to do your absolute best so don't mm. just get in the lead and yeah. then like coast yeah And like he's like I want you to get in the lead and I want you to push yourself within mm. like you know as far as you can possibly push yourself I thought that's really cool so he'd like if there was a run of a mile and a half to get to the next training block thing, Mm. then he would, like, hold me back for, like, three or four minutes. So I had to go chase everybody down. And, uh, yeah, things like that, that was kind of inspiring. And I think, like, you know, yeah, competition is a massive part of it. Like you say, Mm. you run for the joy and experience of it. But competition is also joyous and, and, like... And pushing yourself brings a whole new element to it anyway, doesn't
1: it? I definitely really enjoy that aspect. And I think coming back to the sort of the start line thing, the other thing I quite like about races like Dragon's Back is there's not a mass start each day. Uh, you just yeah. go and you're with, you know, you're pushing yourself within yourself. Yeah. You're not chasing. You don't know where everyone else is because they just start at any time between like seven and eight or whatever it is. And so you don't know where everything is. You don't know who's chasing you. You don't know who you're chasing. Yeah. And you don't know how they're doing. And you just have to run you know as fast as you can yourself but then the added thing with things like dragon's back is within yourself enough that you know you can run it do it again the next day and the next day and the next day yeah so it's like quite a lot of things to think about and knowing what pace you can maintain because it definitely you know it definitely happens it happened a lot with the guys this year chris cope was doing really well on the first few days and you know credit to him he was really aggressive and competitive yeah Uh, but then he blew up halfway through the week and you know he had a nice time the rest of the week but he he dropped down through the places But I suppose if you it's a hard one isn't it you don't know what you can hold on to if yes. you don't push at the beginning and if you don't push at the beginning you don't get the opportunity to do that again later yeah. so yeah. it's a big balance it's hard and anything yes. can happen over um that distance and and you see it often with like things like the spine the the person who won is the person who got to the end yeah. not the person who was running their heart out you know right at the beginning so it's it's very yeah, difficult definitely.
0: Yeah, like sometimes it's even about who slows mm. the least, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. was there, in terms of how long it took you to do the first Dragon's Back that you did compared to the second, was there an improvement in your time?
1: It's not very comparable because there was a, an extra was day so and day bad. five is yeah. so different, but I think I was faster on days one, two and three. Okay, um, But it, it's very condition dependent as well, you yeah. can't really compare it. Yes. So. I don't know. Um, I, I haven't analysed it in loads of detail. <laughs> so just like, I'll put that
2: trophy yeah. next to that trophy. Thank you
1: very much. It's that a great trophy. Is my analysis
0: done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm. Are you, because I saw you, or, or the back of you, mainly, because uh, I had a bit of a... I didn't know you'd forgotten <laughs> you did, but I
1: was so surprised when you go, like, Where, why is Charlie here? <laughs> yeah,
0: and I saw you, and the, your descending was wicked. We went down, it was sort of like, I must have got to the back of you on, what was it, there was like three hills there?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really stuck. I went the wrong way, and it was a rubbish descent. What, but went through all that Heather. Yeah, it was rubbish, we shouldn't have gone that way. I didn't, go, done, I didn't go the way I recked, and I should have done... And I don't know why I didn't. I didn't have the confidence to, like, go the way that the people in front of me weren't going. And I don't know why I didn't. Because I'd wrecked a really good line. And I should have just stuck with it. <laughs> How was
0: it for you? Because I felt like I could jump over something that Oh, it was really
1: fun. Like, I had a great time. I loved a sense like that. It was fun. But it wasn't the right way.
0: I thought it took a lot out of me.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why it wasn't a good way to go. And then I was just
0: like, it was great for me because, like, with the hills... Like, I remember oh
1: it took me back to. Well, what are you used- doing, Scout? I think
0: she's found a little
1: something. Oh, I know what. There's there's um, treats in my running bag. <laughs> you a uh-huh. dog.
0: Well, then, to- you can have
1: them, you found them.
0: Well, I used to play football as a kid. What's
1: this?
0: I'd run myself until I was knackered. And mm. then I'd definitely spend a little time with my hands on the hips. Yeah. And you'd get shouted at it. Because if I'm still on the hum- halfway line the my hands on the hips, it does suck. I can just, yes,
1: like, I Chimed.
0: chilling like way <laughs> too casual and like um i also at as an went really hard on the hike like you know when you see people on mm. like, hands and knees so i like absolutely destroyed myself on the first hill just like pushing really hard so when i was behind you at the at long mind i saw you with your hands on your hips and i was like well Lisa's got a little bit of pedigree. I, I'm quite happy. To see <laughs> I, that a, kind
1: of race isn't my massive strength. But, but <laughs> no, but
0: to see you with your hands on your hips walking up the hill, I was hmm. like, okay, so that's obviously allowed. So I'll have a go at that. And it felt really good for me. Okay. I, felt like I feel it
1: like was, it opens your chest a little bit so you can yeah. breathe a bit better. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm up hills, like those steep uphills hills are really not my uh forte (laughs) They were steep, weren't they? They were.
0: But yeah, that was nice. So I was, I was like, ah, this is good because I think that's a good, you know, like a thing that with all the multi terrain stuff Mm. and you know different challenges like there are a lot of skills involved that you might you don't always get taught
1: that you mm. like so
0: yeah I took away hands on hips that was okay
1: nice well I, I accidentally I mean <laughs> I don't know if it works <laughs> you, you should probably watch that. some of the faster people yeah nice.
0: and then uh yeah and then I think it was yeah a couple of hills after that and I'm I, I stopped to do my shoelace and then I just never saw you again and. Um, Oh, that's like,
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> piece <of> that. <laughs> Maybe I was like, oh, well,
0: she's, she's going really well. Maybe she's like, still, you know, that time that I put on Strava about right. <laughs> mm, yeah. Bye, Charlie. It's not a walk now, is it? <laughs> that would have been a great over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. So, are you going to do the whole champs system?
1: I'm going to try. Yeah, I am. Cool. That is the plan. Um, just because. Um, it's not, you know, within my club, I want to encourage more girls to come out to them. And yeah. I feel like I can't do that if I do not go. Um, nice. But it's also, they're, that, they're just a great series of races, aren't they? And it yeah. is really fun to pit yourself against them. Like I said, I don't think, um, you know, that kind of short race is really yeah. my best. But I do, I do sneak into the top 10 sometimes. So Did I'm you? quite pleased with that. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah, I don't know how I would get any higher than that. There's so many strong women and I look at their times, I'm like, wow, I just don't know how you go any faster. I'm I'm not, I'm much better trained for the kind of all day, not pushing out of my comfort zone sort of pace. And I find it really hard to like go harder than that Um, um, because it's not something that I do very much and I I should do more of, but I don't. Well, you are now. So I am now and I'm doing, trying to do more, you know. I, I mean, I do do interval training and I think it's really good for you even for um, endurance running, because it gets your kind of comfy pace yeah. faster. And if you've got a really good comfy pace, then you can go at that pace all day. Yeah,
0: yeah. Stu, Stu Walker was talking about that when I spoke to him around the new year, because he's, you know, by, by his own standards, he would say he's a Bob Trotter. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's been doing some like faster pace stuff down yeah. in Cornwall and was really like loving that. Yeah. So it was nice, you know, hearing someone who does the long stuff feeling that and obviously you've done intervals for a while yeah two questions that just sort of popped into my head would be so like we were talking about racing and obviously when you're undertaking something as massive as like the dragon's back you will plan and and train for that race, mm. I would imagine. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't race too much in the build up to that. No, I
1: tend for like I've tended to do for the last few years, just pick like one or two big things yeah. and not really do much else. Like do yeah. the odd fell race when it you know when it arises and feels I like fun. That's... But I don't. I you can just burn yourself out so easily, I think, and I'm very conscious of ending up with like long-term fatigue or something like if people I, I hear all these horror stories and it'd just be my worst nightmare to overdo it and then not be able to do it anymore so um, that's a great message yeah, and I yeah. think that's really
0: sensible so yeah or really we'll nice get like stress fractures
1: somewhere. or something like that I just I'm just I'm conscious that I'm not immortal <laughs> like yeah. so, um, or think, unbreakable even you know. and I think that's
0: the thing isn't it and I think when people see people having success and they see them doing stuff because actually like you know I can look at what you've done in the last few years and be like, "Wow, Lisa's done this, this, this and this, because I had a long mm. arm of actual like really good things you've done, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing those big achievements every single weekend.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah, like, like, and I like other things in life as well. I have other hobbies and yeah. you know non-active friends I like seeing, and you know, yeah. it's sort of I'd, I'd like to fit that into. Um, yeah. and I'd be sad if I didn't have time for that.
0: Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, so you probably don't race like crazy mm-hmm. amounts all the time. You probably will be racing a little bit more for the the champs. And then, like, yeah, I mean, you say you do a bit of interval stuff. Are you someone who does have a training plan? Is there someone giving you that? Are you...
1: I don't know if I'd cope with someone telling me what to do <laughs> I don't, yeah. I'm not really very routine I don't yeah. really like routine um so I do, it is better obviously if you do have a routine and I can see that the benefits of that but I yeah. kind of I tend to if I get too much into a routine I end up like rebelling against myself and then not doing anything so I just have to fit it in as I can but yeah. I do yeah I try and do an interval session a week like a strength strength session a week and maybe cool. another bit of you know a bit of cross training like a bit of climbing or something for some yeah. extra strength and then just run for fun around that yeah, you yeah. know and i enjoy going for long runs so i go for long runs and that's fun but i, I mean you you wouldn't there's no pattern to there's that no pattern. like it just fits with what else i'm doing yeah. um yeah okay. and exercising dog. you've got the day so you're gonna do i
0: don't know three or four hours
1: out yeah like... yeah something like that yeah okay. yeah cool um yeah, and, and then it, it like mostly goes in nice waves that look like training, <laughs> 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 and do the job. So <laughs> okay, well. yeah, I mean, I'm. The, it's not like I don't do any training. I like, don't take this. I just like turn up and do well. Like I yeah. do try hard. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but it's just not very structured. Not, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. So. Oh, that's that. That's that's perfect. That's my little bits about training for, for all those. <laughs> yeah, I always problems. dread the
1: training questions. I'm like, oh no, I just sound like a punter. <laughs> like, I just. <laughs>
0: well, okay, so stick with it a little bit then. So, would you say that you tend to run off how you feel? Are you you're not like a slave to your watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah.
0: So then, in terms of that, now I didn't. I ran today, and I quite like running with music, but. You are, I think there is some research that says it improves performance for some oh, people. Oh, okay. But I think it's also something to do with how you're, how, something to do with not how your brain works, but how a bit how you are as a person as mm. well. So certain types of people will respond better to music and it might amp them up. And mm. certain types of people won't respond as well to music and they actually respond better to having all their senses because that is one thing, mm. I took my headphones off and I could hear my work of breathing running up a hill so much more than I could if I had headphones on and I was thinking actually this could be really useful for me because like pacing is something that I have mixed results with right so actually spending a bit of time trying to check in a little bit more mm. like with what's going on from what I can hear around As yeah a race I don't have music yeah yeah so like you know that was a sort of a classic football one was like oh you know train the way you play and it's like well actually yeah Mm. if I'm buzzing off loads of songs and stuff in 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 my training runs when it comes to actually racing and haven't got that yeah then I've lost a I've lost a tool in my toolbox but yeah so you're you, you just maybe, what, listen to your body? like Yeah, I think so. Yeah, sometimes. and when I'm
1: tired, I don't run or I do something yeah. easier. or And then when I feel good, I try hard or go for longer. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, it's yeah. I, that's Simple, kind of isn't this. it?
2: It's, it's, you,
0: you run.
1: Yeah, I like going running. So I go yeah. running. And if you go running, you get better running. Yeah. Something like that.
0: And if you do yeah. it, and I but I do think
1: really the other time. stuff is important too. Like, I do really think that intervals help, and it does feel like I, I can't say I eight, look though? forward to it, yeah, but, but I do love it afterwards, yeah. And it, you know, I did do some hill, like some big hill sessions before Longmind Valleys, and it did help, yeah. Um, um especially because I know that you know the really steep ones are not you know I I, I can run the, the the sort of more gentle pace I feel all right on but it's when it yeah. gets really steep I always notice that that's when people overtake me yeah um,
0: and so. before Longwind you didn't need to go do those a three or four hour runs for yeah exactly you probably yeah. wanted to feel like you got a bit of punch on the hills so. yeah although
1: I knew I was going to Gran Canaria so I was like oh man I've got oh, to do both but you know going. yeah exactly so
0: I think that's enough of an insight into the way you train. I mean, you know, if you, yeah. you want to know more of people listening, buy a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean
1: structures really works for some people, I think. And yeah. and some people really like to have the stress taken out of it by um being told how what to do. But I yeah. think I just I, I think it would kill the enjoyment for me if it was too prescriptive. Yeah. So I I get a varied experience by running with varied people. Yeah. Um and, you know, sometimes doing intervals and you know, sometimes just going for fast runs by yeah. myself or whatever. Do you go easy um, on yourself sometimes? Do you just go out for a poodle. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, no, I, I really enjoy the picnic place. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <Okay. laughs> so
0: what foods do you taking with you? That oh, everything. That? Like just uh, <laughs> sandwiches, like yeah, sausage yeah. roll, <laughs> ah, you know, right. boiled eggs. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, what was no. I was
1: thinking about with this?
0: It was something like, because you've done a bob, because I think yeah. I saw you at Burbage last year and you'd just done it, hadn't
1: you? Oh, I don't remember. But yeah. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, at Burbage yeah. um, Skyline. Skyline. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I, was, I had this stupid idea of like a, a bob at the checkpoint like having like proper sit down meals
1: and things like oh, that. Oh, we might as well have done. We sat down for a long time with some of those <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did it with somebody else. I did it with James from my club and he was having a little bit of a hard time on leg three and we sat at Wasdale for a very long time. <laughs> so But he carried on and we you know, he, i I thought he was gonna stop there and James so James Lowe. James Lowe, yeah. Was he, on yeah. The he did it in uh, um twenty nineteen, the first yeah. time. Yeah, I yeah. So that was that was oh, funny. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Okay, so you guys did it together recently? Uh, we that.
1: did it last summer on that long... Um, sorry, that long... What's this dog doing? Was the that a bit of it a, was a
0: random it, one? It, it was,
1: yeah, so we did it on the long... You know, the double bank holiday, the yeah. first weekend in um, in June. And, yeah, it was just a... Let's just rock up and go. We just did the two of us, just jogged around together. Yeah. And it was... Yeah, it was great. We had a friend who joined us for a bit of leg one. And um, other than that, we dumped a bag of dumb mail and just did it by ourselves. But it was, it was so nice because we could just change the start time to whenever we wanted and we had no expectations of time we just wanted to get around in the 24 hours and um have a nice day out you so we did
0: all your food or you left stuff we left
1: stuff at dunmail and um, nice. but other than that we carried everything oh so, wow yeah well,
0: that's pretty good going yeah. did you dump anything to, to go back for it? What was that with
1: quite a heavy pack though? Um. Oh, what, leaving kit to pick up? Yeah, yeah we did, because I'd, I'd left like a flask of coffee and stuff like that in a bush. And so we picked it up and we drove back round again. Um. Nice. So, yeah, that was, it was fun, <laughs> it was nice. It wasn't too bad. I, again, I guess we've done, a, I've done a lot of runs with big bags. and Yeah. Um, and yeah, like for the longer stuff, I do think that hiking with a big bag is really good training or as good training as running sometimes. Have
0: you
1: done so. the other major rounds? I haven't, no, but oh. I've, yeah, I'd like to. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, set-in-stone plans yet. but no. um, And I can't decide as well whether I liked doing it sort of self-supported. I mean, I did like doing it self-supported, whether I'd want to do the others that way. Yeah. I think the Ramsey's probably easiest to do it that way because yeah. it's a bit of a pain, isn't it, to get people in. Um... But then a lot of, you know, when I've supported rounds, I've really enjoyed that as well. And friends of mine who've done supported rounds are just like so excited every changeover to see yeah. like their next group of mates. It's like a, you know, a big day out with, you know, all your friends. It's That's like you get to you feel think. like a princess being like escorted <laughs> round. <laughs> I am to
2: do yeah.
1: little, uh, Feed me now, like <laughs> please. Water, gel, <laughs> jelly babies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would quite like that too. That would be fun. But it's a lot more organisation. I think on the, like, taking everything as a whole, mm. self-supported is easier. Yes. Like, because I do, I find the organisation side of it, like, quite stressful as well. So it's yeah. sort of it, the low stress. Can't I just get Libby yeah. to do it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sign her up. <laughs> it, I, mean, I mean, I think
0: it might have been, like, Nikki Spinks was sort of saying that I saw something with her and she was like, she gets, is it chart, I always was calling her chairman, Charmaine, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> a lot of the project managers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: to there get a go. project manager for you running. Yeah, but, just yeah, follow that. Follow that. That'd life. be the life, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 Alaska. See what she says. <laughs> yeah, nice one.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. And yeah, you were saying this, well, you know, you've done your research on, on the podcast, so you've been listening to the, uh, <laughs> the Nicola Jackson episode, which I've had some really nice feedback.
1: About. Yeah, it was really good. It was and, uh, it was fun too. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I wondered if I could get your opinion on that with, you know, what do you think? Because let's say this year with Champs, you've got, you know, the, races, the, the race that has been so far, you said probably wasn't you, but like Dudden... Now, if you managed to do Munros with only one kilometre, I mean, I would have if I navigated the Munros.
1: Yeah, but I wasn't before. running very fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's different. When you you can go wrong very quickly yeah. when you're trying really hard. Yeah. When you are walking and just looking at a map all the time, it's but say easy.
0: something like dozen, like a little bit more I don't want to say yeah. more two strength to put pressure on you but like you might find that like it's you know, longer that's it's for sure yeah. and it's got other parts to it like maybe a bit more navigation yeah. and things like I, that my nav's
1: it's got a little rusty recently I have to say <laughs> I need have, to like, get the relays.
0: Yeah, no work. I
1: didn't I did learn. oh the the yeah, last time yeah, I was did it, was it
0: Borradale not Borodale. no
1: T um, T Bay yeah. yeah I did do yeah. the nav leg like, there lower Borodale.
0: I get it Bay mixed up yeah some other yeah. story um, <laughs> yeah but that, with that, like, yeah, what did you think in terms of sort of the the idea of the women's race starting separately to the men? You...
1: I did um, the split race at Bradwell last year, and I really enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was great having them separately. To yeah. be honest, I can see why some people wouldn't want it. I think talking about participation as well, a lot yeah. of people who are mid to back of the pack, a yeah. bit more nervous about splitting the race because they don't have that, you know. Feeling yeah. of being surrounded by people and not worrying about getting lost and things like that, but I think in a champs race, it's about the race, isn't it? Yeah. So I think it's um, but then it, it depends what you want to encourage. I yeah. think if um, you
0: have an even like an elite women's race, like you do with you know, like the way they do it at the the big road races, they have the elite,
1: yeah. But I think there. sometimes in fell running, you don't know who the elite are,
0: no,
1: people come out of the woodwork all the time, don't yeah. they? So I think you, yeah. you've, you've um. It's sort of yeah. elite if you fancy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think again that would, you know, I think women wouldn't put themselves forward for it necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you might just get your top ten decided by who's got the confidence to put themselves into it. Yeah, so. Yeah, um, it's, it's just an interesting. But question, I, I agree. I do yeah. think it should be as split as it can be. But logistically, for the long races, I don't know how you do that. It, yeah. um, like the, I, and... the other thing I really enjoyed um, about Bradwell is that you never get to watch the men's race, and I really enjoyed watching like yeah. the, the blokes like throw themselves at it. It was great. Yeah. Um, and and vice versa, I guess. The you know the leading men kind of get to see the lead women come in. Yeah. But you you know sometimes the women you don't really know where you are. In The race you can't really tell, yeah, um, because there's so many men around, yeah. That's true. Um, so I, 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 I agreed with a lot of what Nick said about it you know, being a pure race and, and wait if you've got to wait at styles and things like that, it can make a real difference yeah. if you get stuck in a queue at a gate yeah. and then you know people catch you up and get to have a rest, and you know, it's uh, yeah, that's a good um, point, whereas well. that isn't the case at the front of the men's race, is it? So no. it's um. Hmm. But I don't know how to do it with the medium races, because I think, it wasn't Gisborough split by 15 minutes? Mm. And then I think, there, like I don't know how well that worked because I didn't race that one, but yeah. I imagine that there was, at some point, the lead men came hurtling past the whole pack. They yeah. maybe had to wait at gates. I don't know if that was the case, if there was enough women to make it, yeah. or where there were any, maybe there weren't any gates, I don't know. There um,
0: weren't too many gates at that one. I don't know yeah. what happened.
1: Whether is it demoralising for the women to have the blokes fly past? I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, but then I mean, some of the women now are so good that actually they're not getting. They might not by, get caught. Yeah. By loads of. Yeah, they yeah, might not even get caught at all. So. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't know how you do it for long ones, and you wouldn't. You do want to have it at the same event. You wouldn't want to split the days because otherwise it yeah. split separates you so much. Yeah. Um, but for the short ones, definitely. Like when it's just an hour. Yeah. Then why not? You yeah. Know? Um, yeah i think i think it's a, i think it's a good thing
0: yeah definitely oh cool okay so this year mainly the champs trying to promote a bit of like you know we could do this as well getting yeah yeah getting there.
1: people to come yeah because i think sometimes the champs race just puts people off the you know um it, it they're still the same races <laughs> you know you'd enter them on a non-champs year i mean they are faster but i think it's good experience and i think it's cool to see like everybody you know, going yeah. to them as well. So And it's and it's nice feeling, you know, when you're part of a club, it's so nice going with a big group of people. So yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah.
0: And then next, maybe, obviously, the big rounds are in the back of your mind. Is there anything yeah. more?
1: I'm doing the Lakeland 100 in July. So okay. I'm excited nice. about that because I've not done a 100 miler before. Um, yeah. I did the Northern Traverse, but um, which is longer, but like a straight 100 miler would be quite nice. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. That's great. And like, I might take us to the sort of fun (laughs) question section. If you had a little walkout intro (laughs) theme for the... at least I'm hoping you've managed to think
1: of something yeah <laughs> yeah for the start of the race this
0: is Lisa Watson coming out what's your workout
1: what's your music so I was going to try and work out if I could dodge this question somehow but like, <laughs> <laughs> by saying like oh I like fell running where it's just a bloke in a field who blows a whistle and you know it's not like this big uh, um, and I've got loads of stories I could like bore you with about you know things, times that um, that we sang silly songs or whatever but um, okay. well, I think it'd have, have to be like something that. very <laughs> cheesy and upbeat um, um, and i've uh, been on a Hindu this last weekend and listened to lots of cheesy upbeat music so um, um i'm going to say like walking on sunshine or something like that because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i love it so much and it's uh, you know it's so um you know an upbeat tune to like it might make you run faster, I think. <laughs> Do you ever get
0: songs in your head when you're running? Oh,
1: all the time, is, yeah. Is
0: that something like Dragon's Back, Walking on Sunshine? Oh, like...
1: I mean, I don't know about that song, <laughs> but like that's like a, a nicely fits the kind of feel for something um, upbeat yeah. and jolly and, you know. Perfect. that I, I can imagine, I don't know if I have sang that at one point, but it's... great on a wet day
0: in Blake. Yeah, exactly. I'm,
1: I'm sure I have sang that. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure and I have. Um, no, I was, we used to sing a lot of show tunes when I was going out with the girls doing HPM training and stuff and a lot of Disney. <laughs> so, something really cheesy. Nice.
0: like <laughs> um, it. That's a solid answer. Yeah. If you were off to the fantasy fell running restaurant, say you could go for tea with one fell running legend, Yeah. who would it be and what would you have for your tea?
1: Right, so I'm going to dodge this one uh, <laughs> and tell you about um, going for tea with uh, Kathy Murgatroyd, who was the first woman to do a continuous Munro round. And oh. she was awesome. Um, so I can't remember exactly. I was looking her up actually yeah. to try and remember what year it was. You've got a little anecdote. I do. You're, yeah, you're I do. Um, so we, she... Um, what year is it that she did it? In the 80s sometime, I think. Um, so pre-mobile phones, pre... Um, GPS and pre role models is they something else that she said. In the 80s, so we're just oh, massive. Oh, 1980 eighty two. Nineteen eighty two she did. And we and we went to see her when we were on our round. We passed her house. Oh. Um, she lived um, i can't remember exactly what town it was but it was like, it was like around our 50th munro yeah. So a couple of weeks in and she was just so lovely and she was so inspiring catherine, um, murgatroyd. catherine murgatroyd yeah so yeah. she wasn't she wasn't a runner or such so it's slight slight yeah. slight question dodge, uh, but she was just <laughs> she was um yeah she was great to talk to and she was you know um to hear about her experiences of doing it um um yeah. when and in, in her time um, was just, was so exciting and inspiring to see these like women who pioneered in the sort of, uh, hill walking and mountaineering, you know, and, uh, just got on with it. And she was so, yeah, determined and strong and yeah, it was great. Did
0: you give you any top tips?
1: I think just, you know, about kind of managing yourself and, and, you know, taking each day as it comes and keeping yeah. a level head and, you know, and just enjoying yourself, you know, yeah. she just, she seemed, she was just seemed really, yeah, um, yeah, she was super inspiring. <laughs> awesome. Um, I
0: think this, I thought about this and I haven't asked, you know, I didn't like pre-warn you on this, but if you had any top tips for any sort of younger runners starting out, would you have anything for them from your experiences? And I'm thinking more to the, like, the longer
1: events mm, that you've done. I think a lot of people, when they want to get into longer things, I think they try and go too fast. Yeah. and they, they, they think about having to run it all and and I think actually you're better off transitioning to longer things from doing long walks if you can be out all day if you want to, if you want to see if you can run really far and, or be out for X number of hours go for a walk of that length and yeah. work out what you need to eat to be out for that amount of time and what you need to carry and I think as long as you've got enough food with you mm-hmm. and you, it opens so many doors like being able to Go for a run and not necessarily know where you're going and and make a plan as you go because you know you can be out for that bit longer. If I've got an extra cereal bar in my bag, I can do an extra hour or an extra an hour and a half or whatever. Um, And so I think not worry about speed and just build up being out and time on feet. And don't take it too seriously. Stop and take a photo. Enjoy yourself. Sing a silly song. I don't know. Um, Just go and enjoy it. Um,
0: I love that. That's brilliant advice. It's really funny. I think Tom Savile was saying this that like... You're just asking these questions for yourself. <laughs> and, and as you're saying that, I'm fully inspired. Go for a walk
1: it, jog, Charlie. <laughs> yes, I shall. <laughs> and I'm
0: thinking of all the lovely food and annoying singing that yeah. is going to happen on that. So uh, I will uh, send you a message <laughs> from the hilltop, hilltop sometime in the next six months. And you'll be like, oh God. Um, yeah, oh, that's great. Do you have any particularly awful experiences? Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> plenty, I'm to sure. For
1: maybe
0: <laughs> comedy purposes. I
1: think, <laughs> I think um, well, I don't know, this one is sort of a bit of a learning experience for me. It was one I did Edel Skyline for the first time in, like I think it was 2015. And it was that year. It was like really deceptively cold um and I think they had a lot of problems I think a lot of people ended up with hypothermia and I luckily wasn't one of the people who had to get picked off the hill but I wasn't far off um I didn't have a clue what I was doing and they rightly I think have tightened up the entry requirements since that year you
0: hadn't got a clue what you're doing going into the race no not not
1: really I didn't know where the route went I didn't like I carried some clothes but I didn't put them on <laughs> like because I was too busy trying to follow someone around the second half yeah. uh, I didn't stop and didn't I just didn't recognise that I was cold I think and then I didn't eat enough and then I was too cold to be able to eat anything and it was a disaster <laughs> it was horrible well, then and you yeah can, you can yeah. take those
0: experiences and you can try and prevent them from happening yeah like I, I learnt so
1: much yeah. and and now I recce everything to death like <laughs> so <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah that, and then there were, we had some some fairly grim experiences on on the Munro, round like going questionable ways and i think to scramble over terrifying things and you know <laughs> so, but yeah, i think that the aida skyline was a particularly like defining worst experience um because yeah i was i was really really cold um and it took me ages it like it took like a day or so to feel warm again it was like definitely borderline hypothermia wow. um yeah. yeah um but yeah it was my own fault i didn't know what i was doing um so I, I should have paid more attention and put more clothes on and stopped and looked at a map rather than following someone into the mist and then having to keep up and <laughs> <so> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well yeah, I hope Nothing ever happened <laughs> No, to again, no. I mean, I've had you. some good bog experience as well of like, yeah. you know, falling in and, you know, How you- but I've been up to like chest deep at that, okay. you know, that notorious one just by Cutgate between Cutgate and Outer Edge. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I didn't even touch the bottom. Yeah. I just, I, I stopped on the side like a swimming pool <laughs> 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 and luckily like Libby and Bo pulled me out pretty quick, but it was, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was smelly as well <laughs> we went to the pub afterwards I'm like I stick <laughs> beauties in the bog beauties in, bo- in the bog that yeah. time <laughs>
0: oh, I quite yeah. like that that's um we're just under an hour okay I actually think it's not a bad length no perfect for a podcast. <laughs> I think that you've been a fantastic guest oh thank been you really your... really good to talk to you, really interesting I think I like your little tips I will be using them
1: Thank you for being a guest on the podcast oh well, thank you for having me on it it's been fun thanks yeah great time for a special announcement
2: hi to all of charlie's listeners it's doni here from a podcast we did just before christmas i'm just wondering if you would like to see charlie on the back foot see what i've done and flip rose and i will podcast the man himself if that is of interest let mr charles know and i'm presuming <clears throat> we should somehow forward my details on for you all to get any questions that you'd like to ask the man himself sent over to me so that when it comes to d-day i get to put him on the spot quite a lot so yeah, if you'd like to see Mr. Baker on the other side of the mic, then let me know. Peace and love as always, Donny.
0: So yeah, uh, if you like Donny's idea, um, he, I've spoken with him a little bit about this. Uh, he's quite happy, <laughs> brave, for me to put his number out there. If you have questions, that you'd like Donny to ask me, uh, should I be guest on this podcast, you can text him on 07872695138. So that number again, um, 07872695138. I asked him whether he'd really like people to um, contact him, and he said he's he's fine with that. Um, I also wondered if I should just explain that he's in a monogamous relationship, um, you know, so that people aren't just trying to slide into his uh, messages there. And he said, yes, please iterate that the number is for business use and not personal. Or if somebody wants to go for a run in Todmorden, he'd be up for that. But if you could please use that number appropriately, listeners, we would greatly appreciate it. If you ever want to get in touch with the podcast, the best way is probably by email. Um, I have... Another guest coming up soon, uh, Totley AC's Pat Goodall, the VET 65 Women's Champion from last year's Champs. I thank you for listening this far into the podcast. I thank all the people who come up and say that they enjoy the podcast. It's really nice to make something for the community and to get people's stories out there. If you think you've got a good idea for the podcast like Donny has, then don't hesitate to get in touch. I'm starting to make a bit of progress with my knee injury. I'm looking forward to when I can enjoy a pain-free descent. And I'm hoping to see a lot of you at Fairfield for the next champs race. Have a great weekend and goodbye. This has been On The Bakefoot. Foot.
2: That was the podcast we talked about running. Talked about other things too
0: Thank you for joining We hope you enjoyed it That was on the foot.